This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus. As she's certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, a licensed contractor, Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, is out this week. So what we did was call his competition to, you know, <laughs> let him know that, you know, hey, don't get cocky. So and just, just anyway, I, I would really actually feel something about that if they both didn't have more work than they could ever do. So anyway, today on the program, we will want to hear from uh, you as today. It's an open topic day, guys. We're talking about whatever it is you've got going on, what 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 kind of thing you need fixed in your home. And, and you know, a lot of people sometimes want to go really deep on uh, Fix It 101 by saying, OK, so I'm thinking about cracking into my foundation to putting in some new plumbing. Well, that's not everything. You know, sometimes you need help putting a doorknob on or or putting a new towel rack in. And yes, you can call for that. It's fine. We can even tell you the different kind of weird screwdrivers people use these days. So anyway, number to call if you want to get in on this action is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. So how's everybody doing this morning, Pam? I'm good, and just for the record, uh, Jason, my screwdrivers—they're not weird; they're unique. They're unique. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, it's every once in a while, I, my wife will come to me and say, "Like there is a screw, and it's not the minus or the plus sign, but it's like the star one." So yeah, I mean, you know, this is that sort of thing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so what have you been working on, Pam? Well, I wanted to, I hate that Jeff isn't here this morning because this is one of our favorite topics. you trying to make Shane feel bad? What are you you doing? I know, Shane. Tell me if you've ever seen this in all your many, many years. I go in to inspect a condo the other day, and the laundry room was under the stairs. And I went in there, and I saw the supply for the, and this was over 30 years old. It's in the middle of the house. And there's water supply, and there's a plug for the dryer. But there's no dryer vent. Oh, you put that on Facebook. I saw that picture. The hose yes. was there, and it was going to what looked like a uh, someone had had kind of retrofitted it into like this vent thing that you could put in the wall. Only there's no hole in the wall to put it in. So yeah. I, I've seen that before. I that looked whole, and looked. The whole wall cavity was slammed full of lint. Yeah, big fire trap. <laughs> well, if, uh, if if well, there wasn't even a hole, Shane. You, there was no hole. No, there was no hole. It was just a room. Uh, Shane, uh, I want to go ahead and introduce you. For for those of you who hadn't been around for a while and, and not heard, Shane McClendon is one of the originals here on Fix It 101, one of the originals that have, have continued to come in over the years and help us out with some big questions. Shane, uh, when I first met Shane at one of the home shows, uh, you know, everybody had all of these ginormous uh, uh spectacle events going on with fireworks and lighting shows and all this stuff. And you go by Shane's table and it's a fold up card table and he's just sitting behind it. But folks, he's surrounded by gold and platinum awards 
from all of the awards he had won from all the rebuilds and and remodels and, and homes and things like that and doing a lot of building. But um, uh, got a great reputation. Thank you very much for coming on the show today, Shane. Man, thanks for having me. And just so you know, um, I, I came before Jeff. Right. You did. You did come before Jeff. You did come before Jeff, and I wanted uh, uh, and and to to let everybody know. Little cat out of the bag. Uh, uh, Shane's last name is McClendon, which you may have heard from. Yes, his actual natural born sibling, Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies, yeah. is also one of our uh, helpers here at Fix It One Hundred and One. But anyway, so yeah, he, like, he likes to tell everybody that I'm the older brother, but he's the bigger brother. Right? Yeah, <laughs> he's only bigger because he takes the winners off. So because he's an AC guy. Anyway. Uh, so, you know what, before, before we get into anything, guys, uh, we've already got Ella on the line in Memphis, and I would really love to go ahead and talk to her before she gets away from us here. Um, so, uh, oh, Ela, there we go, Ela in Memphis. Sorry about that. Ela, how are you today? I forgive you. It's okay. Oh, thank you. I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's my line. Right. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Um, okay, so I have had, um, we've had issues with our uh, energy costs. Um, we have about, it's a two-story house uh, with an attic, no basement, and it's janky, to say the least, but we need to do something. It went from, like, about $300 a month to 650 which is ridiculous. Oh. So, yeah. That's, um, that's not an I've, insulation thing overnight. Well, I don't know what the deal is. I really, really don't. And so that's part of the problem right. that I need to figure out. So I called MLGNW to have them send somebody to do like an energy assessment or whatever it is they do. Mm-hmm. And then give me a list. And then I can talk to, you know, like somebody. And it's a rental. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to put too much money into it. But I also don't want to pay that much. I figured if I pay some to insulate or do something, it'll still reduce my cost overall if I'm paying $600 a month. So, but I just need food. Okay. And then also, if you guys have any recommendations as to like who, like what kind of like contractor I should, not contractor, but you know, like a handyman or do I mm-hmm. need somebody specific or, you know, whatever. I, help me. All right. Well, let's, let's uh, start. And uh, Shane, I'm going to give it to you in a second, but I think, right. I think we, uh, I think we may have wanted to uh, hear from Timmy also on this one, but go ahead. Oh, well, I mean, that, you know, there could be a number of different things. If it jumps up that much, mm-hmm. you know, I would one, look at your bill, see if your usage went up or if the price on the uh, electricity went up. You know, because it could have had a small increase or something like that. But and now I don't know if you've got gas heat. I'm assuming it was recently, correct? I'm sorry, say that again. I didn't hear you. I'm assuming that your energy your energy bill energy bill was increased recently, right? Well, yeah. Okay, like so in, in December, so? yeah, in December it was about two hundred, three hundred, and then all of a sudden okay. January was six fifty, and then this month again for February was six fifty. And it's MLB and W, and I hate. Never mind. I won't say that. Right. I, I got you. But yeah. there, I'm I'm almost suspecting, you know, that something may be going on with the with the furnace. Maybe you have. I don't. You know, if you have a gas or electric furnace. I think it's electric. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Electric furnaces are are energy hogs. I mean, they're gonna, yep. they're gonna burn up some 
some uh, some power there. But anyway, and, and this is kind of a teamy question, but I know you, like if it's a heat pump and if the heat pump goes heat pump goes out, but you've got like a I think an like emergency starter strip or electric strip in there, that thing will burn through power big time. So that that's going to be my my number one suspicion is something's wrong with the furnace. Okay. Another another yeah. thing, real quick, Ela, that that I would do, uh, and I know this is not the the pro con- contractor uh, first suggestion, but really, I know this sounds crazy. Go to your thermostat. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a jumping bill like that is, you know, six hundred and fifty seven hundred dollars for. I, you know, I do hope your home is six thousand square feet because that's ridiculous. It's not. It's like maybe six. Uh, well, I don't know. I really, honestly, I wouldn't even start. I would be. But if it's if it's a normal size house, not, that's just it it, you know. I mean, you may as well just open the windows if that's going to be the temperature, you know, or if that's going to be the cost of power. So um, that's a it's a good idea. Any other uh, thoughts or ideas, Pam, on that one? I'm going to agree with Shane. I think something's going on. If that's a heat pump, and they and they're that heat pump's gone out, and they're on auxiliary heat, which is basically electric heat. Oh. It's you go from something that's really efficient to something that's not. Right. And that would cause that that bill to spike. So I would probably start with an HVAC person coming over and checking those systems out for you. And if it's a rental, I mean, are you renting it to someone or are you renting it to live? No. no, no, we're renting it from someone. And the problem is, well, I don't want to say bad things, but, you know, like, let me just say, our toilet broke, and he had uh, our guy had to place the um, the the handle, the flush mm-hmm. handle thing on the outside of the thing. Right. And he went to the store. He bought one. He came in, and he, you know, installed it. Great. I'm thinking, wonderful. Something happened. Right. I go upstairs, and the handle's on backwards because instead of getting a side one, he got a front one. But he put it on anyway. So he's not really, <laughs> you know, just. All right, yeah. I'm running out of words, but anyway. That's okay. That's okay. We get it. We get it. Some people are very inventive in their techniques to repair things. Yeah, he didn't didn't call you, Jason, before he installed it. Right. Yeah, we're going to get kicked out, but i got to tell you this. He asked me for a safety pin to fix it, and I'm thinking, you're going to try to hold the... Never mind. Just never mind. Man, if they, and I if, found him something else. If the contractor whatever. ever turns to the client and says, do you have, you're in trouble already. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You got a hammer? Yeah. So, so let me ask you one more thing. I'm sorry to take up so much time at the beginning. But um, so our bills, like last winter, it, it went up like this again. And then we, we did a few things around the house and it helped. And I thought that's what it was. Maybe it was just that the the air... The weather got warmer or something because it was also in January, February, and then in March it kind of tempered down a little bit to like about 400 and then back to like two, 300, which is doable. But anyway, but it only happens, I guess, in January and February when I was looking at the overall. So maybe, would that just kind of basically indicate that it is a furnace issue? Because it's not, you know, sucking in as much energy whenever it's warmer and I'm using the AC you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's what I'm leaning toward. Pam said it much better than I did. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm leaning toward. That's what she gets a big buck for, Shane. 
<laughs> Saying things we understand. Um, okay. But yeah, I think I think they're 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 right on. Uh, Ela, I think uh, you should probably get in touch with that HVAC person. Um, and and I think that will be your first kind of inspection, and they'll be able to find where, where you need to go from there. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Hila. Appreciate it. Um, wow. What a, uh, what a what a crazy year we've got going on here. And lots of people doing things at home and uh, some really interesting things, too. I've got a couple of emails coming up that you're going to love. But I want to go to Jim real quick in Madison. And uh, he's got a gas cooktop. What's going on in your cooktop, Jim? Good morning. I've got a, about a 12-year-old really nice uh, five-burner gas cooktop. And inter- over about the last six, seven months, intermittently it will burn a yellow flame instead of a blue flame. I guess it's a insufficient combustion air is what I suppose. Um, it does it on all five burners, and it may do it for a day or so, and then it'll go back to the pure blue flame the way it's supposed to be. Hmm. And... Uh, so I know there's not anything wrong with the burners themselves or those those gas outlets, whatever they're called. Right. Um, what could be causing this problem? Well, is your um, are you on natural gas or is it propane? Yeah, yeah I'm on I'm on uh, Atmos Energy natural gas. Natural gas. Okay. Right. And you use it a lot. Hey, every day. There you go. Okay. Well, you may just have some, you know, gas will have, and it's got sediment in it. And sometimes that will cause things to burn inefficiently. Um, I would consider calling whoever the manufacturer is to come over and and see how you could clean those. The orifice underneath the burners might need to be cleaned. Um, There may be a video. I do know, like... I don't have much experience on the ranges, but I know these ventless gas logs, they will they pull air. It's got to that. The range has got to. It pulls air. So what will happen is that they may get dusty or dirty from the bottom side, and that it could be just trying to burn all that off. Right. And then when once it burns it, does, it off, it goes back to the blue flame. It goes right. back, yeah. How long have you had? Did you say fifteen years? No, it's about twelve years old. I twelve years, yeah. I mean, that, you know, a good service on there would probably. Uh, well, it would probably be more efficient if you got it serviced either way. Yeah, is that something my plumber could do? Yes. Uh, I see why not. Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest, a plumber. Or you could just go on, you know, anytime I want to work on any of my things, which I have a comment on my washing machine that I replaced last year, Hmm. um, I always go online to the manufacturer to to look at their troubleshooting. Mm Mm-hmm. So they'll give you a whole list of things that, you know, if this is happening, and then they'll have one on there that says, if this is happening, you know, turn off the gas and run outside. Right, yeah. (laughs) Don't flip any light switches. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I still have all the installation information and so forth, so I'm sure there's a troubleshooting guide in there where I can start. Right. Yeah, I, I would. I actually pulled mine out this morning because... I just discovered on my brand new washing machine that I bought because it had a filter in the front because I have a lot of animals here in the house, including myself, that my washing machine dries. What? 
there was a button on there because I was looking for something and I was reading across it said wash and dry. No, yeah, you're oh, lying. Seconds. No, you're gonna need so to take I a picture of that it. button. I'm telling you, it was awesome. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're going to pay. Wonders, wonders never see. Right. All right, uh, Jim, thanks a lot. We appreciate okay, thanks. it. Thanks for your help. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, we've got a lot more coming up. Shane is here. Shane McClendon, SMB, Shane the Builder. Um, those are the things that, let's see, Pam's here. Jeff is decidedly not, but we'll make fun of him later in the hour. Anyway, it's time for us to take our first break. And uh, with Valentine's happening this weekend, is that, is that right? Is that this weekend? Okay, yeah. We'll go through a few common honeydew fixes that most couples know plenty about. If you have any questions about your recent home improvement projects, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHI Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl. Our guest this week, Shane McClendon of Shane McClendon Builder Building. Did I get that right, Shane? Hey, do do, do your thing. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, come on. At least give me a website address. <laughs> Man, I haven't even been on my website in so long. It should, I think it's ShaneMcClendonBuilderLLC.com. There you go. ShaneMcClendonBuilderLLC.com. And uh, Java will, will uh, confirm that before the end of the show. <laughs> Shane so Shane so big, he said, just, just Google me. Just Google just, Shane. Just Google me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so before we went to break, we were uh, talking about a couple of things. Pam had mentioned that she had got this washer and dryer, or wait, a washer that also dried. And I thought, nah, that's voodoo. They, they, they don't make that. So during the break, she's on Skype. So she went into the other room and showed me the picture of the button on her washer dryer. That says wash and dry. I did and not. Dry. I did not know that kind of thing existed. Am I just really behind, or is that new? Well, I actually had dinner last night with a lady whose parents were Japanese, and she uh-huh. said that's all they've got over there because of the space. All right. So now, now that you've said this, I don't even know this kind of thing existed. You're gonna have to tell me the brand. What is this thing you have? What's this washer? Oh my goodness, I forgot. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Go get that. Go get that. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah. Now, the whole thing, we've heard about this washer before because she researched this online so that she could have a front-facing filter on the washer so that she could clean out the animal hair, that sort of thing. Anyway, uh, one of the things I want to get to, Shane, that that, that, uh, you may love. Uh, (laughs) All right, so this house, the uh, driveway has cracks. Some are about three-quarter inch wide. This is an email I saw. Uh, Some are about a three-quarter inch wide. What do you suggest for repairs? The driveway has washed gravel showing on the top. So the driveway Um, has cracks and about three-quarter inch wide. So they're pretty good cracks. Right. Well, I mean, on something like that, you know, 
different people are going to call different things repairs. I know those polyfoam guys, they can come in there and kind of jack it up or stabilize. Right. As far as fixing that crack, the Home Depot may sell um, a few different products to put in it. Yeah. Um, nothing's really going to look – you're not going to find anything to match. Right. Um, but and if you see concrete in there, it's just going to flake back out because it's got a three-quarter of inch crack. It's moving around. Right. And any time you, you put a little bit of concrete in there and it starts moving around, it's going to chip right back out. You really need to have, you know, a minimum of like two inches, you know, uh, probably wide and three and a half inches deep on the, on the concrete. A lot of times, depending on people's budget and everything else, sometimes we'll come in through there and, and cut a section of the driveway out and report it. Huh. Um, you know, there's several different, you know, things like that you can do. Like I said, it just kind of depends on your budget. Never, it never occurred to me you just rip it out and, and redo it, but I guess you could. We, I've we seen people. If we, if we're do, especially if we're doing an addition or something like right. that, a full house in the backyard, and their driveway's already torn up, by the uh-huh. time we get through taking dump trucks and everything else across it, it's going to be trashed anyway. So. Oh, okay. All right. That's a good idea. I didn't even think about that. I've seen the stuff that you put into the cracks, like the gray kind of, uh, it's almost like a, uh, a, a, I don't know, like a caulk of some sort, a goo yeah, that goes in got, there. Yeah, they've got some of the self-leveling uh, sealant. Yeah. You know, that I, in my opinion, I think they're made for smaller cracks. You, you might go broke trying to put that in a three-quarter inch crack. Right. Uh, <laughs> because you can, you can empty that tube in a small crack, come uh-huh. back an hour later and go like, where did it go? Really? Yeah, it'll yeah because it, it doesn't dry real fast. It's self leveling. Uh-huh. You know, that way you don't have all these big nasty goops everywhere. Right. But um, okay. anyway. Wow. All right. So uh, did we get Pam yet, or is she yeah, still I'm back. It's, crawling it's around horrible. the back of your dryer? All right, it's yeah, a it's whirlpool. A whirlpool. <laughs> <laughs> and I had actually. Um, I'm not sure that I, I did some a light load, and. And, yeah, it dried them. So I'm not sure it would do, like, towels. So, Java, I can't give you my dryer. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, not yet. So. I'm going to have to hold on to that son of a gun. Because, you know, I know a lot of people will hang their laundry. And I tried that once, but you can't do that if you have a cat. Right. So, <laughs> no, you can't. It creates a whole new well, recreational you, well, activity. You can once, but... You know, yeah. Um, after that, <laughs> we talked before the break about the honeydew list, commonly known as a very cute way of asking a spouse or partner to help with home projects. And uh, Java put this uh, in front of me, and it, it, the honeydew list items that are on here: plumbing items, electrical issues, caulking, painting, and that's also cute because my wife's honeydew list says kitchen. Just that's it. Just leave it there. Just do the kitchen. So uh, plumbing items, replace the hardware on toilet tanks. Guys, this is so easy. This is so easy. And, and, and uh, you know, you can go get a kit that goes in the inside of your toilet, right? And I know you're thinking, oh, that's terrible. No, no, no. This is the tank. Nothing goes in the tank but regular water, okay? So there's a kit that goes in there that you can replace for like 15 bucks. And I promise, if you've not replaced that kit and you live in your house for, say, uh, the past five to ten years and you've never replaced it, your toilet can run better and more efficient. 
Um, and it's really cheap and easy for you to do if you will read the instructions. I think I've done this about 157,000 times, but if you'll read the instructions, it'll make a big difference and save on a water bill if it's, you know, if it's if it's dripping or leaking or anything like that. Jala? Yeah, that's what I, uh, when I put the uh, list together, Jason, the honeydew is really for those, uh, I say those fellas or those ladies right. that are not really that handy. But it's just some stuff around the house that your partner will appreciate if done, oh, especially yeah. if they're asking or telling you or mentioning. Right, right. <laughs> if you can read, then you can like you the, can complete these projects. Right. In the in the spirit of Valentine's, is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. In the spirit of Valentine's. All right. Replacing the hardware and toilet tanks. Okay. So let's get out of the hard stuff to the stuff that, that everybody can do here. Uh, I love this. Replacing toilet seats. And covers, man, that that could change the feeling of your world in the morning right there. That could make the whole. <laughs> and okay, so we got to talk about the bidet. You gonna talk about toilet seats? You can put a bidet toilet seat. You're in. always trying to put a bidet in. Uh, I am because I'm telling you, when it's cold outside and that seat is warm, right? It's just. Yeah, you guys don't have to worry about us, but about that. But these ladies, we gotta sit down. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so a a warming toilet seat. seat. (laughs) Raise that heated seat. All right. Uh, oh, this is a great one. A gr- I mean, really, Valentine's gift, and I'm just gonna leave it on the table where it stands. Upgrading your shower heads. Ah. Just leave that there. Electrical issues. <laughs> Replacing ceiling fans is a great... I need to do this in my home. One of mine went belly up after 10 years. I don't know why we expect these things to live for the full life of our home. But, um, yeah, I'll be replacing a ceiling fan pretty soon. Caulking. Um, you go in. It's like a it's like a constant maintenance job. You, you, you have to do this sometimes every year that have to revisit. But that doesn't sound very Valentine's-y. Let's not do that one. Okay, painting. Painting's a great one. You know what I did for one Valentine's one year? I painted my wife's laundry room. That blew up. That was a home run. You ought to give that one oral. And then painting is almost a group activity. If nothing more than you paint and your partner picks the color, it's a group activity. That's yes. my wife's version of it. Yeah, there you go. You picked the color. <laughs> yeah. I was saying last week after a big kitchen project I had done, it was like and someone had asked me about the color of something I'd done. It's like, man, I don't I don't I'm just labor. I'm not a part of that decision making <laughs> exactly. process. Yeah. All right, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Gonna do an email here real quick. All right, our house was built in 1948, and oh, oh, Pam, this is you, because we talked about this subject, I think, last week. My house was built in 1948, and we are the second owners. We've owned it since 1973. The only main water shutoff valve is at the meter. Whenever I needed to do any plumbing work, I always went to that shutoff water there. There's no other main shutoff valve for the house that I know of. Is there a problem with me using it? That valve got stuck in 2011, and the water department came out, replaced it, and I was told not to touch it. Can I if I need to? Oh, and it's coming from Charles. Charles, you just go ahead and touch that thing if you need to. <laughs> I, 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 that's how I, I turn mine off at the street, right, right at the meter, you know, right in my yard, my front yard. I turn it off at the meter. 
and, and, and I'm sure they'll tell you, hey, that's our property. Don't mess with that, blah, blah, blah. But hey, if, if there's water running in your home, it's, it's, you know, it's not of importance if I get a $15 ticket for turning off the water valve. So, well, you I've know, never, and I would probably ask them, if I have an emergency, how do you suggest I turn off my water? Right, right. Is there another valve you suggest me turn? Right. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've never heard of that before, ever. Okay. That, that's, we started we started putting shutoff valves um, inside the house on yeah. my new construction stuff, mm-hmm. just because in case of an emergency, it's a lot easier to run in there to a closet and flip a valve off rather than going out there in a the yard, pulling grass back, dipping water right, out, right? Yeah. You know, reaching through mud and spiders. So uh, for that reason, we did it, but not because any utility company ever told us we can't touch it. Well, you did say spiders, so. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, there are other little squiggly things in there. I tell you, whenever we pull them off, things. especially in the summer, because they like being underneath that hot metal cap. Right. Yeah, I'm not using my hand to pull it. <laughs> I've never, I've never mentioned this on the show, but a couple of years ago, uh, Crystal and I and the kids, we were down at her grandparents' house in Louisiana, uh-huh. and something happened where it was a um, like a leak under the sink, and it was kind of like yeah. we had to go shut the water off at the um, at the the valve in the yard. Yeah, and uh, sure enough, it was a squiggly thing in there, like a. <laughs> And Did I, you scream like a girl? No, I, 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 but see, that's that's the thing. I'm not even per se afraid of snakes, but you know, it's just not something that you do on the regular. Right. But I didn't even think about it. I just we had to turn the water off, so I reached in there, got that guy, threw him somewhere, and um, and, are you serious? Yes, I. It just had we had to turn. Um, it was you like totally thawed that moment, man. We had, we had to turn the water off. And it was just like, open, pull back the lid. Oh, my goodness, look at this snake. I don't take care of that. <laughs> but that's, you, are, you are right. There's it's a lot of things that's in that little, in that thing. So thank you, Shane, for putting those inside of the house. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you this, I learned, I learned this from experience. We were doing a bathroom remodel one time, and we had a fiberglass subunit we were taking out. The best way to get those dudes out is just you know, take a sawzall and just start chopping them up in pieces and you know, tote them out. Well, who would have thought there would have been a water line by, by a shower? Right, and right. And I cut right through that thing. And my buddy was in there with his thumb over the hot water line holding it, and it was spraying everywhere. Try, he, was, he was doing the best he could right. to get the water into what was left of the tub. But his thumb and was I, not completely I, round and couldn't get through all the way around the hole. I, 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 I flew out of that house and started ripping up stuff in the front yard trying to find that water shut off. I didn't care what was in that hole, man. I was, <laughs> I, was I had to get that water off and fast. <laughs> all that right. poor snake was taking a nap, and all of a sudden... All right. Nice and warm. There ain't enough yeah. room for me and him both in there. That's right. You went and ripped the covers off of him. All right. Deirdre's on the line in Van Cleve. What's going on, Deirdre? Hi. Hi. Um, getting a chance to listen a little bit to the program. I don't get a chance all the time, but um, I heard the comment about the uh, washer-dryer combo. And if if I'm not mistaken, they've been around at least a couple of years. Yeah. And maybe to a couple of manufacturers. Um, And just to tease the lady um, inspector, Uh um, most people... Most people know know that they're buying them when they buy them, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that was awesome! Oh, I've been skewered this morning. Wow! 
<laughs> yeah, they've been around at least a couple of years. And I would say, yes, I think you're a little bit behind time because it might be twice as long as I'm thinking. But OK, um, OK. Yeah, I just yeah, out there. I was completely unfamiliar with the washer dryer single product. And apparently so was Pam when she paid so for that. I. Right. Yeah. yeah. You think the inspector would have known. Right. <laughs> Until she found the button on the machine after she purchased it. Yeah, I already got I, th- I think Java's phone. going to get that dryer before this is all over. With. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you're just so excited to have a, a working washer, you don't care. Right, yeah, whatever. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. <laughs> just like ripping up the yard for the snakes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And, uh, oh, you can send an email to fixit101 at MPB online.org you know what? let's go ahead and take a break we need a break there's no time to keep putting uh, uh, your home improvement projects off we're here to help go ahead and call also when we return we'll talk about the newest room in most home the office so stay tuned if you want to join today's show give us a call at 877-MPB-RING that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fix it 101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Join us each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, Ashy Certified Inspected at Inspect It Like a Girl. And if you missed any of today's program, you could also listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our public media app, MPB Public Media app. And now for uh, all Stitcher app users, you can now find us on there and YouTube. Anyway, uh, we were talking before the break, and this is really neat. And if you want to give us a call, it's 877-MPB-RING. Talking before the break... I want to make sure, Java, that in the future, I would like you to isolate the clip of the lady saying, most people know they buying, they know they're buying them when they buy them, so or know what they're buying. So, Pam, I'm going to put that on a loop for you. Uh, oh. Just because it's know, Sometimes fun. you just can't live something down. No. It just haunts you no. over and over. Now, now, now I see why Jeff doesn't want to come back on the show. What I know. What making fun of him about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what, Shane? We take a lot of care in looking for that topic every week to make fun of him. For. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. Who are we going to go to next, uh, Java? Let's see. Uh, let's talk to A. Jeff in Byram. He's looking for a leak in the house. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Good. Listen, I uh, got a water bill, um, I guess it was last, uh, last month, and, you know, my water bill is, is pretty consistent month over month. And this particular one just spiked. It, I mean, it, it went way up there. So I started thinking, okay, maybe I've got a leak. But I wanted to find out what is the proper way of tracking down a leak, determining whether or not it's outside the house or inside the house. Just kind of walk me through that, if you would. Woo! I wish there was something you could do in ABC, but boy, that... Oh, crap. Yeah, that, 
that takes it well and 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 the reason why we uh if you remember del moore used to be on the show here mm-hmm. and he was a roofer mm-hmm. and he would tell you you know finding that leak was such a difficult task because where it falls is not necessarily where it comes in yeah um and and the water yeah. can follow a long path sometimes Chasing water is, you know, water's the biggest enemy. Probably the, where I would start on this, have you done the thing mm-hmm. where you take a picture of your uh, meter uh, with your, uh, so, and then take another picture in like five minutes? To, you've got everything off in the house. You know what I'm saying? So you can actually I do, see. I, yeah, if, it, if there's any movement. Right. I haven't done right. that yet, but yeah. I let know me, what you're talking about. Let me let everybody know what Pam's talking about. If you've never tried this before, if you want to find if you've got a leak in your home, turn all of the water off in the home, right? Then go out to the meter at the street, you know, go to the meter there and take a picture with your phone, okay? Exactly where it is. Go do something else for five, ten minutes. Come back, take a picture again, okay? If that needle has moved and the water has not turned on, there's an issue in the home somewhere. There's a leak somewhere. So an easy yeah, way to figure it out. Yeah, tell you if it's a line leak on a supply or mm-hmm. if it doesn't move, it could be that the leak is only happening when something's coming on in the house. So that would that's where I would start to kind of try to figure out where it is. And then I would also get a flashlight and mm-hmm. go around all the baseboards close to where there would be water. And that would be specific to like a refrigerator with an ice mm-hmm. maker line. Go to the opposite mm-hmm. wall. And put your flashlight down there and see, because that baseboard is like a chain on It's like a press board, so it will swell. Yeah. yeah. Wet. Okay. So walk well, around you like near your showers and your sinks and go to the opposite wall. Then if you've got a leak in the wall, that's the first place that will get wet. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. When you say the bill spiked, I mean, how much are we talking about? We're, okay, normally, uh, you know, I get my sewer bill from, um, I think, Byron, and then I get the water bill from the city of Jackson. And uh, normally the water bill is less than $10. Uh, and this particular one was 40 something dollars. So that's it was right. a significant that, that amount. Is a, yeah, it's a significant amount of water. Um, the most common thing, and it, this probably isn't what you're looking at, but it could be the most common mm-hmm. thing when somebody's bill is consistent and all of a sudden there's a little spike a lot of times mm-hmm. it's like what jason was talking about earlier your toilets you can mm-hmm. have one flapper you know going bad or whatever over a course of a month if it's leaking enough and the toilet's continuously running it can mm-hmm. do that another thing that i've seen some people don't know it but your your um tpr valve on your hot water heater it can um not go off all the way, but mm-hmm. just start leaking. I've seen that. Usually you're going to notice like a, a issue with having enough hot water or something like that, okay. depending on how bad that's leaking. Um, okay. But other other than that, like Pam said, go, you know, go look around your baseboards and stuff. You know, of course, right now it's kind of wet outside, but make sure you don't have any wet spots out in the yard up close to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes you can get a slab leak. Uh, what's the age of your house? Uh, house was built in the 70s, so it's 30-some years. Well, well, my bad. It's, uh, yeah, it was built in, in the late 70s. Okay. I mean, back then they were still using soft copper coming up through slabs and doing manifolds like that. And I mm-hmm. we just worked on a house last year that every, they didn't sleeve any of the copper coming up through the concrete. 
So you got mm-hmm. two different things. You got the chemical reaction with the acidity and the concrete reacting with the copper. Plus, you've got a little bit of expansion of hot and cold every time that copper line goes to there. And if mm-hmm. it's got a big rock that it's run, rubbing on, you know, on a very, you know, small level, but if mm-hmm. it's sitting there rubbing on that rock for 40 years, you know, it could begin to start wearing a hole in it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but slab leaks are going to be very, very difficult to detect. Um, but I would, I would, you know, like, like Pam said, see how much, uh, you know, your your meter's running over the course mm-hmm. of five minutes. Make sure everything's off. Check all your um, your appliances as far as, you know, like all of your faucets. Everything. You may even have to go as far as shutting off the water underneath the sinks, you know, mm-hmm. to try to, you know, limit everything off like that and, and mm-hmm. you know, just try to chase it down. Okay. Yeah, and you could look at, look at your drip lines outside and see if any of those are actively dripping because Shane's exactly right. right. Your TPR is released on your water heater. I've shown up to home inspections and they're running nine nothing, and that homeowner doesn't have any idea. <laughs> mm. Yep. Wow. Okay. Well, that gives me a lot to go on, so I, I got some homework to do. All right. Thanks a lot, Jeff. We appreciate it. Let's keep going. Claire's on the line in Memphis. And uh, I actually, Claire, I was just about to read your email. But now you're you're on the phone. This is cool. Um, You have probably one of the most interesting calls we've gotten in quite a while. I was going to read it because it's the most interesting email. But you go ahead. It's a mercury vapor lighting issue. Yeah. So um, I'm a new homeowner. um, And... The house that I bought has a mercury vapor lamp. Um, I mean, it looks like, you know, one of those old street lights, right, attached to the house in the back. Um, And it makes a very loud buzzing noise, um, which, according to the Internet, that's the ballast that does it. I don't know what a ballast is. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, I have looked online, and I have no idea whether or not this is a utility company thing or if, a previous homeowner had it installed for some reason. And basically, I mean, I don't mind the light. It's very green. Um, but <laughs> I just, I would love to uh, either somehow stop the buzzing, but probably what I would actually like is to um, have it replaced with something um, that's not a mercury vapor. Right. LED. Like a big LED. Yeah. Uh, yeah, call, exactly. call an electrician, let him come out there and look at it. He could tell you whether or not it's the utility company's not light or your light. Uh, if it's attached to the house, my initial thought is going to be that it's your light. Right. Um, and take that okay. sucker down, put an LED in there, and be done with it. Yeah, and, and I was going to mention, Claire, when I, I read your email, and I was going to talk about this, but one of the things that you had mentioned um, was was you know not only about it being their light, but um, uh, who should deal with this? Is this something that you could reasonably DIY? And I would say I really wouldn't with this particular light. Um, I, I, an electrician would be much better for this than a DIY. And I'm a total DIY geek. You know that. It's just uh, this is a big uh, light. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Pam, do you know what voltage those um, mercury vapor lights run on? You know, I don't, but I do know they're loud. I mean, yeah. they like they they just naturally make this really loud kind of obnoxious noise. Right. And so, yeah, I, I, I can just, hear it inside. Yeah, I replaced mine. I got this cool gooseneck um, 
LED that only comes on. It's got a solenoid on there. So when the sun goes down, the light comes on and it lights up my driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, I put it over my carport. It's cool, cool, cool uh, fixture. And it only comes on at night and it's on LED and it doesn't make any noises. So I'm kind of with Shane. I'd probably get somebody over there and replace it if it's because I'm going to tell you something. If you're like me, once something bothers you, it never unbothers you. <laughs> right. Yeah, I never even noticed it until the uh, I had um, I had the cable guy come to there wasn't a there there was no Internet access in the house. Uh, so I had a. Uh, the cable guy come to to run that line, and he was like, "Oh man, I haven't seen one of these in a long time." And um, then I noticed the light was even there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> how. I never really noticed there. it. Great, thanks, dude. Yeah, Always a cable guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I now that I realize it's there and I can hear the buzzing, um, I mean, I'm I'm happy to get it fixed. But yeah, I think it. I mean, it's the the. The power looks to be, I mean, it's like right where the power lines, you know, come over to the house. It's like right next to the breaker box. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't know a lot about it. I'm not even sure that they're legal anymore. I don't think you can install a mercury vapor lamp. Well, the beauty uh, is whatever it is that you're spending on that light is going to greatly reduce when you put an LED up from that yeah, uh, it, vapor. It runs, it runs 24 it doesn't. Oh, yeah. Not like a light think, switch yeah. that I can. Yeah, you're I'm getting rid of that sucker. Sensor on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. That's a. That's great. I'll. I'll. Uh, now, I, okay. Yeah. I hear. I hear y'all talk about. Um, you know the, the your websites for Mississippi to get you know contractors and things like that. Uh-huh. Do you know anything like that for Tennessee and or can you get? I mean, you know, Memphis is you know the, the, 20 minutes from Mississippi. I don't know if people can cross state lines, though, for certification stuff. Well, that, I mean, somebody in South Haven might be able to get over there. But yeah, um, what I, I'm, I'm a big I'm a big supporter of the Home Builders Association. Mm-hmm. Um, you could look up the Home Builders Association in Tennessee, and they could refer okay. you. I'm sure there's a, a electric, you know, electrical contractor in their area. Yeah, and that's a that's a great area. resource wherever you are as a local builders association in your town. The reason why, or your area, it may be regional, but most likely not for Memphis. Um, uh, but anyway, you're not going to join one of these organizations if you're if you're. Uh, real shady and not licensed. You won't get in the organization if you're not licensed or certified. So, um, so that's a great place well, to look. Thank you so much for your thank you so much for your help today. Love yes, the show. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. We appreciate it. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna keep going real fast. Am I right, Java? All right, let's just keep going. Uh, is it Cecil next? Okay, Cecil's on the line in Hattiesburg. What's going on? Uh, I just had a comment about the uh, the washer and dryer combo. Hang on. I want to make sure Pam's listening. Go ahead. <laughs> they, they've been doing that for years uh, overseas, and uh, uh, Bosch makes one, and, and uh, I think uh, oh, it starts with an I. Uh, that I didn't dinner dinner root or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, well, I'm wondering they, now if the washer and dryer they, companies have been milking us all these years because. Uh, <laughs> Getting us to buy two machines instead of one. Yeah, they uh, uh, couldn't be. Uh, uh, they uh, uh, they don't have much water uh, overseas, and they 
they use these little things, and they use them in motor homes and 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 whatnot when you don't have a lot of room. Right. And uh, hmm. uh, but they but they they've been out. I've had one for probably. 15, 20 years. Well, Pam had one, but she didn't know until today. So, <laughs> And Java is still not getting my dryer. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Cecil. We're going to keep moving. We've got one more. Dina is on the line. And Brandon, what's going on, Dina? Hi there. Thanks for giving us great information. I have a kitchen faucet that suddenly started thumping when I turned the water on. Hmm. I know that they does the actual fixture thump, or do you hear a knock? It's a thump. I can actually feel it in the in the faucet itself. And it just recently started. Yeah, just out of the blue after what eight years. Yeah, this is the moment where I'm glad I'm not the uh, expert on the show. Go, Shane. Oh, thanks a lot. Sure. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I know I've seen um, water spigots on the outside thump. They've got like um, uh, I think it's like a vacuum breaker or something. Isn't that what it is, Pam? And it's, it's yeah, it's something kind of weird, and I, I cannot remember what caused it. Now I want to say it was like somehow got some kind of air in the line or something, and it was causing that to thump when. No, 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 no. It's like when you barely cracked it open. If you didn't like turn it on all the way full, it was. It's like it didn't have enough water pressure to, I guess, huh. to get past that vacuum break or something. It would just sit there and thump. Um, other times, I've heard people describe a thumping sound, but it was actually a pipe in the wall that was vibrating or moving around. That's what I was um, wondering. I'm, you know, with, without being there and looking at it, I really can't give you a definitive answer. Um, I guess my suggestion would be, of course, call a licensed plumber and, and right. you know, you might you might have one that knows exactly what happened or he may, you know, uh, suggest to replace the fixture. I'm, I'm not real sure. You know how old the fixture is? Um, I bought the house eight years ago, so it's brand new, so eight years. It could also be a sign that your water heater's going bad because you're getting air in the line. Oh, there's a good shot. Okay, thank yeah. you. All right, guys, uh, that about covers it all. We, and if it doesn't, it wouldn't matter. We don't have time to cover it anyway. All right, that's it, folks. Uh, Fix, it 101, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Pam Pibus and the probably suntan Jeff Sammons, and thank you, Shane McClendon, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program everyday tech with jay white and join us next wednesday at nine for fix it 101 only on mpb think radio